Let's uh, give another round of applause to all of our children. Um, as someone who has to speak uh, in front of you uh, every week, I know how scary it can be to stand in front of you all to read and say anything. So thank you to all the children for your courage and for telling us the story of Christmas. There's an old rabbinic story told about a time when the people of God were facing a crisis. And the great rabbi, Baal Shem Tov, would go into the forest to a particular place, and there he would light a great fire and say a prayer and cry out to God for mercy. And the story says that it was enough. That God saw the fire in that place. God heard the prayer and the cry for deliverance. And the great miracle of salvation was accomplished. A generation later, the people of God faced another crisis. And the rabbi, Magid of Mazareth, he walked into the forest. And he cried out to God, God of the universe, hear me. I do not know how to light the fire, but I know the prayer. And this must be enough. And the story says that it was enough. That God heard that prayer and God delivered his people once more. Still another generation passed, and the people once more faced a calamity. And the rabbi, Moshe Leib of Sesoff, walked into the forest, to that place, and he cried out, God of heaven, I do not know how to light the fire. I do not know the prayer. But I am in this place. I know this place. And this must be enough. The story says it was enough. And God delivered his people once more. More generations passed, and the people once more faced a great catastrophe. And it fell upon Rabbi Israel of Regine to plead on behalf of God's people. But he did not go into the forest. He went into his home, sat down in his rocking chair. He put his head in his hands, and he cried out to God, God, I do not know how to light the fire. I do not know the prayer. I cannot even find the place in the forest. All I can do is tell the story. And this must be enough. And the story says, this was enough. This was enough. Even if you have lost your way and can't find the place where you need to be, even if you have forgotten the prayers that you learned as a child, 
even if you have forgotten the rituals of worship and discipleship. If you know the story, it is enough. Because if you know the story, then you know that even if you have forgotten your prayers and the rituals and the place, that it is enough. If you know the story, you know it is enough because the story is a story of God and God is enough. If you know this story, you can have confidence that God will hear your prayers even if you have forgotten everything because God's one final decisive act in Jesus Christ is enough. It is enough. Because it's, that's the story. That's the story of the Bible, isn't it? It's the great story of the Bible. Arundhati Roy, in her novel, The God of Small Things, says this about what she calls the great stories. She says, you know how they end, but you listen as though you don't. You know how they end, these great stories, but you listen as though you don't. She goes on to write, in the great stories, you know who lives, who dies, who finds love, and who doesn't. Yet, you want to know again. You want to know again. Isn't this true? I know for myself, um, one of the books that had a transformative impact in my life and my conversion uh, was Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment. And so after college, I used to read that book like once a year for like a decade. Like every year I would read it. I mean, I knew who lives, who dies, who tells your story. But I would read it again and again because I wanted to know again. And it wasn't just because I forgot. When our children were little, they would always want to have their favorite stories reread to them again and again and again. I must have read Goodnight Moon a thousand times. That is not a great story. <laughs> That's not even a good story. And it wasn't, I mean, they were, they were intimately familiar with the plot, yet they had this infinite appetite to know again and again. And I was so glad that when we could move on from Goodnight Moon and Blue Bear, Blue Bear and The Hungry Caterpillar and we could move on to some more interesting stories. Dr. Seuss, um, Tommy DePaula's books, Stragonona stories, Kevin Henke's, Leo Leone, um, and then to, to Charlotte's Web, and then to the Chronicles of Narnia and the Chronicles of Prydain. And I didn't mind rereading those stories because I wanted to know again along with them. We knew who lives, who dies, who finds love and who didn't but we wanted to know again and again. The Christmas story is a story that we want to know again. Isn't that why you're here? Isn't that why you came? To know again? Because even though we all know, we know all about the star-trekking astrologer magi who come from the east bearing gifts, we know all about the angel Gabriel and his dual messages of impossible or at least improbable pregnancies 
to a virgin and to a woman well advanced in years. Even though we know all about the angelic choir that had been practicing for billions of years for that one song, for that one flash mob performance to a group of unsuspecting night shepherds. And even though we know all about the baby Jesus being born in a manger, in a feeding trough, because there was no room in the inn, or more likely because there was no room in the guest room. We know. We know who lives. We know who dies. We know who finds love and who doesn't. Yet, we want to know again. Because it's a great story. It's the greatest story of all. Fear not, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, tis Christ the Lord. Amen.